Hello, everyone. This is just a special announcement to let everyone know that uh, the Facebook page for this podcast has been suspended. Um, I think I've just been hacked. That's the message said that some user from Instagram that I don't recognize, and it's got a strange name, uh, of course, like a lot of Instagram uh, IDs do, I guess. I don't know. I'm I'm new to Instagram. I recently got Instagram, and some fake Instagram user accessed my account somehow, was paired to my account, and seems to have hacked it. Now I have let uh, Facebook know. You know that Facebook sends you emails, and so I've clicked on the links and let them know that that was not me that accessed it. They said I could appeal the suspension through. Instagram, which I've done twice, let them know that I don't know who this Instagram user is. I have no idea who they are, uh, but uh, that's been going on for a couple of days, and my my account is still suspended. You know, uh, so I don't know. Hopefully, it'll rectify itself soon. Uh, I have, you know, part of me suspects that this may be a way for Facebook to shut down voices they see as pro-Palestinian. Um, and I, while I don't, haven't put anything on the, uh, Facebook account for the Facebook page for the podcast about Palestine, I have on my own Facebook page and they are linked on there. Those both pages are on the same account and my current, my, my personal Facebook page actually goes by the name Treble Morris. Um, so it's a different name. It, it doesn't say Bert Newton, and it doesn't have that name of the podcast, but it's linked. It's all, all in the same account. And it's not that I'm pro-Palestinian in the same sense of taking sides in you know some sort of a conflict or an equal conflict. I am pro-human being. I'm pro-people. Uh, and in the current situation, it is severely lopsided. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, I grew up partly in the Middle East and, uh, I went back there in 2001, actually right before the famous 9-11 here in the United States. It was in July and August of 2001. I visited the West Bank with what was then Christian peacemaker teams, but recently has come to be called community. They've changed their name to community peacemaker teams. I visited the West Bank. And uh, I have to agree with Tanahishi Coates and Desmond Tutu and Jimmy Carter. All three of them have called uh, what's going on in the Palestinian territories and even to what's going on in, in Israel itself. Uh, as they've called it, but definitely in the Palestinian territories, they've called it an apartheid state. Um, and, you know, Tanahishi Coates said he went and and looked at that, he thought it was going to be more complicated, but he said, no, it was very easy for him to understand what was going on. He said it was like the Jim Crow South, very much like Jim Crow. And Desmond Tutu went over there and he said, this is apartheid. I believe in one place, I couldn't find it recently, where he said it was actually worse than apartheid. But he definitely, you can find it, you can Google this. Uh, uh, they, they called it apartheid. Jimmy Carter wrote a whole book on it. Uh, calling it apartheid and what I, and you know, reflecting on that recently and remembering what I saw when I was over there, it was and is, and it's only gotten worse, an apartheid state. I don't know what else you would call it. And it's like the worst of the Jim Crow South. I'm not talking about the 
slavery South, the antebellum South. I'm talking about the Jim Crow South. And it is like the worst of the Jim Crow. I mean, I don't know what else you call it. You have completely different laws for Palestinians in, in the occupied territories than for Jewish Israeli settlers. You have different roads. Where I, wa- where I was in one place, they, the, the paved road was for, a, uh, for Jewish Israelis and the dirt road was for Palestinians. And I saw Palestinians brutally attacked by Israeli, Israeli security for, for a settlement just because they were coming by on their own, on the, on the dirt road. They were on the road they were supposed to be on under, this, under the apartheid rules. But the, settlers, uh, the settler security came out from the settlement and attacked these two Palestinian taxi drivers. I witnessed it from up the hill. And we went down. I was with a Palestinian family. Uh, and and uh, we went down with the man of the house, got his brothers, and we went down and, and got the taxi drivers and brought them in for the night. Uh, but they were, they were, settler security came out from the settlement, stopped them at gunpoint, made them get out and shot out the tires and, and shot out the windows of the car. And the next morning, you know, the police came over and I told the police everything, but the police weren't there to defend the rights of Palestinians. They were there only to defend the rights of the Jewish Israeli settlers. And this settler, uh, uh, the settlement had already taken land from this family and this family the, the house I was staying in the Palestinian family their house had been destroyed three times twice by settlers and once by the Israeli military and each time it was rebuilt with help from from uh, the, the Israeli peace movement there are many Jews in Israel and even in the, the occupied territories even Jewish settlers who speak out against the occupation And many Jewish Americans are doing it right now. Israel does not equal the Jewish people. And and to speak out against what is happening over there, what has been going on for, for over 75 years, it's an apartheid system. It's been a slow ethnic cleansing. And what's happening right now in in Gaza is a genocide. Yes, just what Hamas did was horrible. We we condemn that. But there is no moral equivalence between the violence of the oppressed and the violence of the oppressor. Let's be clear about that. Uh, you know, Gaza was, you know, has been called an open-air prison because Israel controls most of its borders and its airspace. Uh, Egypt controls the southern border but cooperates with Israel. And people were held prisoner in there and people were shot. And one thing that has not been said recently, one thing that has not been said recently is that in 2018, 2019, the people of Gaza engaged in 21 months, 21 months of nonviolent demonstrations at the border. 21 months. And something like 223 or 224 of them were shot. And I believe that was shot and killed. Others were maimed by Israeli forces, including medics and journalists, for 21 months. They did nonviolent protests at the border, and that's what they got, and nothing changed. And what are the people of Gaza supposed to learn from that? I would imagine they learn from that that nonviolence doesn't work. And so when some of them lash out in violence, it's not unprovoked. Whatever you want to call it, it may be brutal. The people that were killed or taken captive. You know, maybe they personally didn't deserve it. 
You know, some of them were peace activists, unfortunately. It was horrible. It was horrible. Okay, we can all condemn that. But it, it was not, whatever you can say, it was not unprovoked. You know, so, um, and also it was it was Hamas. And Hamas may be the uh, the government, but most of the people there did not vote for them. Even back, I think it was 16 years ago, they were voted into office. They haven't had elections since then. But even 16 years ago, they weren't voted in by a majority. It was by a plurality of less than 50%. They just got the most votes. That's what happened. So even back then, most of the people of Gaza didn't vote for them. And today, most of the people of Gaza aren't, aren't even old enough to vote for them. So, so very few people in Gaza today voted for them. And, the, and there have been d- demonstrations against Hamas in Gaza. So, Gaza. so Hamas is not the people of Gaza. Hamas is not the Palestinian people, just as Israel is not the Jewish people. So let's be clear about this. But and 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 what is what is the response ha, has been a whirlwind of genocidal revenge, killing civilians, killing children. Like half of them are children. And this excuse that. Hamas hides its weapons or hides among the civilian population or hides its weapons in in schools and hospitals is BS. I mean, whether they do it or not, it doesn't give us the right to bomb the civilians. I mean, if you say Hamas are terrible because they hide behind civilians and then you shoot the civilians that they hide behind, what does that say about us? If if that's what we're doing, what does it, and I say us because as a U.S. citizen, I am complicit. Anybody in a in in a democracy that is supporting Israel is complicit, and so I urge you to call to call your 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 representatives. If you're if you're a U.S. citizen, call your representatives in Congress. Call the White House. Tell call for a ceasefire and an end to all military aid to Israel. Call for an end to the occupation for freedom for the Palestinian people and an end to the current genocide. What's happening right now in Gaza is a genocide. Over 10,000 people, I think by now 12, 13,000 people have been killed, half of them children. There is no excuse for this. There is no excuse for this. And I say all this knowing full well that Israel, the state of Israel, was created as a response to Western Christian anti-Semitism in Europe and even also in the United States. And so we bear responsibility, all the more reason to speak up with all people of conscience, whether they're Jewish, Muslim, Christian, anyone who, who has a conscience, anyone, if your faith is just your faith in your fellow human being, together we need to stand together and speak up so this thing can stop. Wherever you are, do whatever you can. Call your representatives, march in the streets, do whatever you can, speak up. Let's not stop talking about this until it ends. So I don't know whether Facebook, you know, is going to restore my site, whether they're responsible or whether I just got hacked and they suspended it because it got hacked, but Facebook has suspended my account and, you know, maybe they're completely innocent. It's fine, but I'm taking this opportunity 
to speak out on this podcast and urge you to call your representatives to do whatever you can to join with others around the world to call an end to this horror, these atrocities that are happening in Gaza. Thank you.